Hey beautiful one and welcome to Stop the Procrastination and Get Things Done. Do the thing you are avoiding. My name is Luanne Marine and these are just little snippets in this series to help you move through avoidance and getting on purpose through many different ways. So today we are talking about how can I stop avoiding the tasks I've been putting off. So Everyone puts off tasks now and then, but if you find yourself constantly putting off things you need to do, it's probably time to make some changes in your life, yes? these There are several simple ways that you can get yourself motivated and stop putting things off, those special tasks that you've really been avoiding. So number one is just don't make it a big deal. When people put off tasks frequently, it's because they're making the task out to be something so much bigger or so much more serious in their minds than it actually is. So it's time to put a stop to this practice in your mind. Tell yourself that a task isn't that big and put it back into proportions, like really visualize it. It may help you to also develop a mantra to remind you that the task isn't so bad and repeat it to motivate yourself. Number two. Focus on long-term gains. When you procrastinate, it's often because you are focusing on the short-term annoyances. Don't worry, I've been there. I definitely have been there. But such as that you don't want to get off the couch right now, right? You don't want to turn off that Netflix. You don't want to be uncomfortable. But instead, it's time to focus on the long-term gains of what completing that task will do to benefit you and your purpose. It may also help to visualize how you will feel after you've completed the task and all the wonderful benefits that you get to experience, all the joy, right? Number three is to break it up. If you are putting off a massive task, it may be because it just seems too big to handle all at once. Please just do yourself a favor and break that task up into smaller, more manageable tasks. You'll find that you'll feel less overwhelmed and can conquer the task much easier than you could before. Number four is set a deadline. If you are constantly telling yourself that you will do something someday or when I have free time, you will only continue to put off that task. So now is the time to make a schedule and set the deadline for yourself. Schedule a time to complete each of the tasks you need to get done for each part of the more significant tasks you broke down. Remember I mentioned that before. So if you finish on time, consider rewarding yourself as a motivation to keep you on task, right? Celebrate what has been completed. So becoming and staying motivated can be really difficult, especially when it is a task that you don't necessarily want to do. But with a slight change of mindset and breaking it down into more manageable pieces, honey, goddess sister, you can accomplish anything. So set yourself a deadline today for all your tasks and get moving along today. Today's podcast is about the three types of avoidance that you possibly do when it comes to your purpose. So if you are one of those who commonly avoid tasks or certain situations, it could be for several different reasons. But before you can work on solving or completing a task that you've been putting off, it's really essential to narrow down what type of avoidance you are using to avoid something in your life so that you can know how best to combat it, right? So we need to bring it in front of us. So the three ways, three types of avoidance, the first one is we call it emotional or cognitive avoidance. And this type of avoidance usually happens internally and you can't 
it can't be seen by anyone other than the person experiencing the avoidance. So when you emotionally or cognitively avoid something, it means that you avoid thinking about it. So this can either mean blocking out the thoughts when they come to mind or repressed memories that can and are incredibly stressful. Emotional avoidance is especially prominent after someone has experienced a sort of trauma and is very common in people living with PTSD. So sometimes this type of avoidance does require some medical intervention to resolve and getting the support there. The second one is situational avoidance. This type of avoidance is much easier to see among your family and friends. So situational avoidance is when you specifically avoid a certain person, a place or thing that which may remind you of something that has made you unhappy. So this frequently happens in friend groups, right? So when certain group members have had an altercation and don't want to go to events where they may see that person they've disagreed with, just to avoid causing problems. So you may also notice this type of avoidance in a friend who constantly changes the subject when a particular topic comes up in conversation. The third type of avoidance is protective avoidance. Now this type of avoidance is where you may go out of your way to protect yourself from feeling a certain emotion or experiencing something again. So for example, someone who you know, maybe was a victim of robbery may obsessively check the locks on all the doors in the house just to ensure everything's locked. Right? So this type of avoidance can be one of the most dangerous as if it can really quickly escalate to more serious conditions such as obsessive compulsive disorder or an eating disorder. So in conclusion, if you do find yourself avoiding certain tasks, thoughts or people, it's really time to evaluate why you are doing so. So keeping the three types of avoidance in mind. Once you've discovered just what you are avoiding and why only then can you work towards fixing the issue and again getting professional help if you need it and if you can't overcome it or these these avoidance tendencies that stop you from being on purpose today's episode is called how can i stop procrastinating everyone procrastinates sometimes but if you find that procrastination is a constant problem for you especially in your purpose and trying to express it then it's time to make a few changes in your life so i'm going to discuss today several tactics that you can use to help yourself stop your procrastination habit and we all have it remember we've all done it so the first one is to divide up the task often when you procrastinate you may feel you are facing a massive task which you don't believe that you'll be able to finish so put a stop to this thinking by breaking up the task into more manageable pieces so for example if you're supposed to clean your basement resolve to clean one of the four corners each day instead of trying to tackle it all at once. So this tactic can help make any task more manageable and feel less overwhelming and maybe even enjoyable because you can see the fruits of your labour. The second way is to make a deadline. So now is not the time to tell yourself that you will be doing something later. Instead, set a strict timeline with yourself with sections of your goals having deadlines. So this way, you know when you when you will be completing something. It may also help to have a small reward for yourself along the way. Everyone loves the celebration. An example of this would be a student needing to write a four-page paper, okay? 
or you might be wanting to finish a chapter if you're writing a book. So for each page that you complete, they would reward themselves with maybe 15 minutes of, of meditation time or break time. The third thing is to stop your common distraction. So usually when someone procrastinates, it's for the same reason each time. Like when you were going to clean the kitchen, but then you just had to watch a new, new TV show instead. So put a stop to this by eliminating common distractions or procrastination tactics for yourself. And we are so clever, we can make them up at any time. If, TV, if the TV is a distraction for you, maybe it's time to work in another room. And this, the, the last one is spend time with motivated people. So there is nothing quite like hanging out with someone motivated to boost your motivation. So find a friend, a sister, a colleague whose motivation that you admire and resolve to spend more time with them. Or you can get a buddy in on your plans and decide to help each other or keep each other motivated regularly. Either way, it's much easier to stop procrastination when you've got others around you accomplishing remarkable things. Overall, discontinuing your procrastination habit can be extremely difficult, but it can be done just by tweaking and changing some minor things in your life. Start by dividing up the task, making deadlines, getting rid of your most common distractions, and surround yourself with other positive sisters and people, and you will soon find your procrastinate tasks less than ever before. And welcome to another episode. So today it's called, How Can I Stop Avoiding My Feelings? And in this day and age, individuals are usually encouraged to suppress their feelings and emotionals for many several reasons. So your job wants you to remain professional and the kids are taught that expressing emotions makes you weak. But all this avoidance of feelings can cause them to fester and grow into really serious issues such as anxiety and depression. So this is why it's time to stop avoiding your feelings. The first thing that you could do is called mindfulness. And this is the number one tool you can use to stop avoiding your emotions is applying mindfulness to your life. Mindfulness is taking time out of your day to spend with yourself, your thoughts and your feelings. Mindfulness will teach you who you are as a person and how to accept yourself just the way you are. It can also teach you about how and why you feel these certain emotions and you'll learn to express them properly instead of burying them within. A second way to help stop avoiding your feelings is through meditation. So another easy way is to begin to confront your feelings and work through them is through the practice of regular meditation. Medical professionals worldwide simply rave about the health benefits of meditation, which is great given all the different healing modalities and they've actually accepted this one, which is awesome. Several studies have shown that it can help with even more serious issues such as anxiety, depression, and so it's time to engage in meditation in your own life daily so you can spend time processing your emotions really in a safe space. Another tip is to deal with your emotions immediately. And that's because a common tactic in emotional repression is when you experience something that you resolve to deal with it later. But you see, the problem is you really actually end up dealing with it later. This is why it's a good practice to decide to work through your emotions when they come around in the moment. And if someone says something to you that upsets you, tell them that, right, then and there. And then the issue can be resolved immediately. 
This is much better than bearing the pain of the hurtful words until they grow to be something way worse when the words may have been a simple misunderstanding. Overall, it can be a challenging task to learn to stop avoiding your feelings, but you know, if you are going to live a happy and healthy life, you must learn to express your feelings to yourself and to others, really in a respectful manner. So start with a bit of mindfulness, meditation and immediacy, and soon you'll find you'll no longer feel like you need to hide your emotions.